Welcome to another episode of Let's Smoke About It with your host, Captain Daddy. Oh, And the answer to your question is probably. Probably. I might just have to sit like this for a while because I've gotten this mic stand kind of just tucked in right here it's at the like, edge of yeah, the couch. Yeah, it's right, yeah, right. To where I got the counterbalance because I have this leaning so far forward to, so I don't have it, to move it, but it, the counterbalance is just wedged in right here. It definitely looks more comfortable <laughs> like, initially, but I was just thinking long term. I don't know if you'd, if I would even want to sit like that for that extended period of time. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get yeah, there. Yeah, because right now I'm pretty cozy. Like if I, ooh, oh. Okay, oh, things legs. have changed yeah, now. That's fair. Okay, I could be here for a hot minute. Problem um, is, everything on that table is out of my range. Ah, thanks, man. That being said, um, we did upload a uh, couple new videos over the weekend of some N- gameplay. Yeah, Make Strong uploaded. Uh, Tryhard's got a new series, a uh, sub-series on the Tryhards called Hardwood Friends. Two episodes out. Go check it out. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty fun. We were playing uh, Phasmophobia. I know it's something that we've talked about on the show prior. Um, and I can't say enough about this game, especially with some of the newer things that they're going to start coming out with and some hints and whispers and things. Spooky stuff. Um, the game's already scary enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely no reason for it to get any worse. Um, I mean, it can get worse. I would like it to get worse. Oh, no, I would. I well, would okay, like worse it. in terms of, like, actually fearful. Exactly. Not worse in the gameplay. <laughs> maintaining the stride that they've already accomplished, because that shit is creepy. Oh, yeah. Ooh, maybe um, we got to turn this a little... There we go. Let's my just dad watched... Uh, well, my, both of my parents Bam. watched Cabin in the Woods last night. Yeah? Yeah. So my mom had read a book called Cabin in the Woods, and she thought that this movie was based off of that. Okay. I guess it's a different book entirely. Um, just named similar. Yeah. And that, that's the thing, is I don't even know if... The cabin in the woods, like with Chris Hemsworth and um, all the creatures. Um, I don't think that one is based off the book. I think that, to my knowledge, Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, speaking out of misinformation, but to my knowledge, it was just um, like just the idea of how all the slasher-esque movies follow like a particular style. Mm, okay. That yeah, that's that that's that what that movie was exploiting. It was almost a. Um, it's following the same stuff that you know, and it's almost yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a satire. Yeah. Way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Making fun of those cliches. Mm-hmm. The the slasher cliches. Like uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie or if I've ever talked to you about it. It's called They Came Together. Two main characters are Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and they're at a dinner retelling like their romantic comedy story with like Bill Hader and I think the girl who plays Aaron, uh, the receptionist in the second part of the office. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never seen the office. Don't, oh. don't shame me. That, I mean, I, I usually stop it at a certain point. Like now, whenever I get to like Jim and Pam's wedding, I'm just like, that's my season finale. I'm just going to end it on that high note. Does it just kind of go downhill <laughs> seen, from there? Well, I've seen up to a little bit past after they've had their baby. Oh, they have a kid. Yeah. Or to have some children together. Um, but once it starts diving into, like, what I refer to as the second part where, like, a whole bunch of shit starts changing, that's when I kind of fall off and it's harder for me to remain interested. I mm. mean, I understand the need to bring in other, like, actors to right. kind of keep uh, and add a different dynamic and how people would respond to each other. Because um, after 
so many seasons of them all essentially like responding to each other in a way that they do with actors that at least to my knowledge, I don't know who any of like the other additional like sub actors are like people's assistants. (laughs) um, I'm not that into their names. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I don't know if they, I'm obviously imported impartial to the main cast. And then Mm -hmm. there's characters like Idris Elba that come in for a brief while. Um, and I know about them. Oh my goodness, you got snow all over you, doggo. Oh no. Oh goodness. Is it doing the thing with the snow it's coming down up outside? I can't see it's from my position. Like horrible, but it's snowing right now. It's which mm, is gross. good because I have been waiting. For snow? I haven't personally seen any of the snow. I've always been asleep when it's been snowing here. Um and it's usually gone by by the like time you're out and doing stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's melted, and you're like, well, that was wasted. Yep. Wasted snow. And Yep, and I didn't get to see it. So this is actually the first, like, snow, snow of the that season. I've been, yeah, that I've been a part of. Well, it's just going to get worse, because it's only December. I know. We still got, what, up until March? And being up in that northern hemisphere, making it real cold. Yeah. Because you know, high or thinner air and whatnot. Yeah, Colorado <laughs> would not be fun. Although I will say, I don't think when I drove Washington to Colorado, would be fun either. When uh, you drive down the side of Utah, as opposed to going up into Wyoming and then down in through the northern part. So of So now you're talking about going into Colorado from Utah. Yeah. So you go through yeah, uh, so you Grand go, Junction and all that jazz. Yeah, you go yeah. south and then you yeah. You drive by all like the uh, snowboarding mountains and all that. Oh, it's by, super like, sweet. Yeah. So that's the thing. Me and a friend went for a concert in Denver. Whole thing with the tickets. They sold out for that show, but there was a show the night before in Salt Lake. And we're like, well, we're definitely not just going to make it to Denver in one like quick day trip. That's a 16 hour. Yeah, drive. that's a like, long. I got to cross yeah. one whole state. So we stopped in Salt Lake. We saw the concert. It was badass. The fact that they go to Salt Lake all the time, they really put out like an amazing show for the okay. Salt Lake. Um, Made it worth not their that time. they wouldn't for Denver, but like there's, Salt Lake, knowing that there's another badass venue that you could easily get to within six hours, you can make like, yeah. a whole day of it. Well, yeah, that's just... I've done that before. I mean, some bands are like that where like, ah, I don't want to give it all my all at this mm-hmm. place because it kind of sucks. Well, and I believe we've talked about this before too. Um about bands like we have on a previous episode of the podcast, we have talked about bands like when they come to the city that we're in where they, they don't travel as much bypass they, it sometimes. Well, yeah, they bypass it um, and come like once every couple of years, which is fine. But when they do come, it's you, you'd usually want to like put on the best show you could. So like play more of your hits. Yeah. Um, but then you go out of your way to um, like Portland, for example. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, that, and that's what I was getting to. I've done that. I had a work meeting at 7 a.m. <clears throat> and a Thy Art is Murder show in Portland the night oh. before. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the only opportunity that I have had to see them since yeah. I became a fan. And so I was like, I bought a ticket for me and my buddy. And then for some reason, my buddy couldn't go. And I asked around work. And then I there was this other metalhead that got hired at the same time as me. And him and I had like we'd seen each other throughout life. Like right. We knew in, who each in other passing. Were. Yeah. Like really in, good acquaintances. Yeah. And so we drove. Just drove to, to Portland? You're like, yep. effort. 
We just drove to you Portland. Ready? <laughs> yep. And we I see that thing drove all day long. to Port we drove the entirety of Saturday up to Portland, saw the concert, and then turn around and drove back. Ugh. And you know what was frustrating is everything that was in that meeting, it was a store meeting, so it was like everybody in the building has to be here. Yeah. Because they were unveiling like whole a damn new, companies there pretty much. Well, yeah, they they were unveiling like a new service. And um but honestly, the amount of time that they had to sit there and explain and like role play with people to like make sure they got it, way too much. Role play? Are we children? Well, well, that's you know, <laughs> like that's how, they, that's how yeah. they teach you. Yeah. yeah. Imagine I'm, you know, Mr. So-and-so, I'm looking for this. Like, my needs are this and this. Yeah. And then you would apply it to them. You break it down. Yeah. Rough. It, long well, ass drive. It, it, so it was a long drive, and the fact, like, if I had done that one-on-one with, like, my supervisor or even, like, my manager at that time, I'm pretty sure that I could have, like, picked that up in, like, maybe 10 or 15 minutes. No problem. Yeah. As opposed to going out of my way to spend, like, an hour, an hour and a half before shift, and... Or it's like, do you really need to make a meeting this big about it? Is it not well, something that... That's comp- the thing is because it was such a massive... It couldn't be like, hey, we had spotty training from certain departments or certain people, you know, don't get it. Mm. So we need everybody here for an allotted amount of time and given the exact same criteria to make sure that we do a corporate checklist. Puts them all on the same page. Yeah. It's like, so, we're going to start the book together so mm-hmm. we can finish it together. Yep. But so far... Though. I I really enjoyed that job. I you know, say a lot of things about it, but I, overall, though, it was a great job. My management was pretty great for the most part. Hell yeah. They just... Acquired a lot. They Yeah, they they asked a an absolute lot. But it is what it is. I mean, that's, sometimes work does that. It's that's, like, yeah, we're going to just keep demanding, and I hope you're cool with it. And then at one point, you're just like, okay, I kind of want to break. This is a lot right now. Mm-hmm. I'm out. <laughs> a little bit. Just get, just back it. Ease off that pedal. I, uh, yeah. And I may may have a jaded view of it, but. Well, you just went through it. It's, pers- it's an experience now. Yeah. A personal I'm, experience. I'm pretty sure there's details that I'm leaving out. Yeah. That don't exactly come to Who's going to fact check you? Who's going to be like, hey, this guy fucking lied. I don't know. I'm gonna go never know. Put his knees in. Just kidding. <laughs> you, you work in a store full of smart technology. I'm bound to assume that there were at least six machines that could hear me and record my voice and what that was talking about at that point in time. Hello, Wiretap. Can you tell me the best recipe for grilled cheese? Doo-doo. I see a bunch of old newspaper clippings and shit of like in the 50s and 60s talking about the fear of government tapping your house. Uh-huh. Fast forward to 2020, your phones do it. You got all these... That's Alexa and it's shit like, like that. I like I don't understand why people would be closer to assume that things like maybe Nest or um, some other type ring? of like what like Ring. Yeah, a little something like that. You know, something that's not super necessity, but you know, would assume that somebody would break into that mm-hmm. and get your information. It's like no. Yeah, no. It's shit's kind of it's a little bit stronger than you may think. Mm-hmm. And it's like also uh, another thing too is like on a meme binge because my meme book. Uh, Run it dry. When, when you were a kid, your parents telling you you don't believe everything you see. Oh yeah. Or you hear, and then you're telling your parents nowadays don't believe everything you read on the internet. Exactly. <laughs> it's that. It's that same thing. It's just. Well, and, and roles we, are reversed. We grew up in the generation like, r- like right before all this stuff. Like 
really started happening. Yeah, we were we were at the like birth we had, of we we were at the birth of competent internet. I'll, well, convenient internet. Yeah, like at the palm of your hand, you can know well, anything. I'm, in but I'm even saying competent. Like when you go oh, on yeah. the computer, you don't have to sit there and wait. Like DSL was considered competent internet for the most part. Yeah. Like, that was still a pain in the ass to operate. Oh, God. <laughs> Get me started. The landline. Sounds like a bunch of robots fucking in my computer. Yeah, it's awful. Some connect. That's where dubstep came from. Seriously, some kids just sat there and just listened to DSL, like, constantly while torrenting shit online. Yeah, I was going to say, they were mm. always online, so they that's, had to constantly And that's how Skrillex that. was born. That's why he's the oldest one. <laughs> <laughs> he was a big fan of DSL, and he's just like, you know yeah. what, I'm going to make a genre about it. He's just taking samples of DSL, <laughs> and that's how he started. He just super based the shit out yeah, of Yeah, it's any time he connects, he just records that sound. He's like, it's a different sound every time I connect to the he, interweb. I was going to say, he, that's, that, those AOL. are his songs. Like, he doesn't actually do any mixing. He just records the DSL. <laughs> so uh, the song uh, uh, Nice Kids and Scary Sprites or whatever, it's just a really long connection to the internet. Yeah. The, the, someone was using the phone. Yeah, the whole th- yeah, that's oh, and that was the worst part too. Get off the phone, mom! I'm trying to connect to the internet. But you know what's funny? When we got stuck up in that godforsaken town that only had two fucking payphones and no level of service. I I like who has landlines in in 2018, 2019. Yeah, who like, uses a landline? And also, I only know two people that still currently have their landlines, and I actually have one of their phone numbers in my <laughs> phone to make sure that, like, if anything does happen and I have the ability to get to a payphone, I can at least call my grandma. Well, I guess I I understand the um, concept of a landline in today's time because everyone fucking always constantly call, constantly calling you mm-hmm. on your cell phone and whatnot. So if you can just have like a throwaway phone, like your landline. You can just kind of leave that disconnected in a way. <laughs> no, I don't know. But just kind of like a less, uh, if you have a busy life and people always have to call you, you can at least call this phone, not my personal phone, so you're not blowing my shit up. If oh, in terms of like a business? Yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes way more sense because you wouldn't want to sit there and have to listen to a full mailbox of business-related clients or whatever calling you you know you'd rather have the ability to just sit there and play it back you know over a machine write down the information without needing to put well i mean i guess that's speakerphone though too yeah i guess but it makes sense more in terms of like the privacy like when you pull out your personal phone that's why a lot of um business professionals are given two phones one for all their business related shit like where this is my business cell yeah group text of like information <laughs> that needs to be passed through massive emails yeah, sent through it like my blackberry crazy, here yeah and then god only knows how many individual emails sent between <sighs> those people like just nuts um it's definitely I, moved yeah. pretty goddamn quick because but I, yeah i guess i can really see why you wouldn't want that cell phone to be blown up that way oh it'd be obnoxious plus it would be pretty bad. i mean your phone would always be dead too, like. In a way, I've kind of been a part of that, you know, as a part of a sixteen-man team that could only really trade like shifts with each other. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. So we'd always, you know, that one was always. That's how we contacted to, was a yeah. group text because it's just well, and it's easier sometimes. Just yeah. I'm gonna send one message rather than just one message fifteen different times. Because mm-hmm. now she's obnoxious for Although me. Although that was me, I was the one that would word each text individually to like try and get the most make it sound more personal yeah like you're talking to them like, individually hey man <laughs> would it be cool if you you know cover the shift i got like like my butthole to go look at something personal 
Just be like, hey, man, how, you know. You wasabi, my guy. <laughs> Open it up with that. Wasabi, my, I see, I didn't know the wasabi, dude, at that point. I only learned that recently. I like that. I like seeing the wasabi thing. It's wasabi, Wasabi, dude. dude. It's great. You use shit, you use memes ironically so much that it becomes part of your life and you don't know how to stop. Yep. That's Eventually where I'm at. it just becomes part of the vocabulary and you're just doomed to repeat. And that's I why say, I understand how trends become more of a thing because you do it hating on it mm-hmm. and then it's like, now I can't stop. Exactly. Help me. And then you're like, well, I might as well like actually learn how to do it. And then you're do like, it hey, properly. Maybe, <laughs> can, maybe I'm halfway decent at it. And that's, that's the trend of TikTok. You can't, <laughs> it's just like, hey, look at this person who's halfway decent at this trend that's popping up right now for 10 seconds. And that's how we have and TikTok. Fucking, it, I don't even, I don't have TikTok. I think um, you're right about that. I don't. It's not something that I really, well, it's, it was the same thing with fidget spinners. Fidget spinners were cool for, like, they were actually, like, cool, and people used them for, like, maybe two or three months. But then things like YouTube trends and all that stuff kept it going for, like, another almost two or three years. It's like, j- just stop with the fidget spinners. Though. It's for those kids. It's for ADHD kids who don't know how to sit still. Yeah, it's for me. No, I'm kidding. It's for people like me, yeah. but I call bullshit because it doesn't work like that. It really doesn't. I Again, that's only for that a, a moment of time. I can say that there have been times, like when I'm uh, selling, and in order to keep focused, I'll have like a pen or something. Oh, that I'll just... either like be tapping or... Um, like flipping between my fingers, like off to the side where they can't see, and just sitting there flipping it oh, around. Oh, kind of like a drumstick doing a drumstick yeah. twirl. And like that, I would say that that helped me like actually zero in on the person I was talking to, rather than if I was just sitting there like not moving. I am way more inclined to like start looking around the room for like things, especially if it's somewhere that I've never been. Like just taking in the details of what it is. Yeah. Um, Whoa. It's just. You know, like class was always really hard because they'd tell me to sit still, like stop moving around. Sit still like, and pay attention to this board. As yeah. I... And then I'm like, okay, well now I'm going to look at every poster. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to read what you have thrown on this the board is, right now. This like is that. why you decorate the classroom for people like me. So I can just fucking look around. Yeah, everything. Look around. Yeah, yeah. I was that same way. That's when they're like, we should go see if he's got something. Mm-hmm. Cause it was in middle school, like seventh grade. I grades are failing hard. Cause I just wouldn't. I couldn't pay attention, couldn't sit still. I was that way all the way, like, sixth grade was when they called it like, out on me. There's but something like, wrong with this all kid. The way, all the way up until that point, like, I was just I was just a weird kid. Just struggling. But I was, because of how quickly I was able to absorb the information and because it was all new and there was no logical explanation as to why any of this stuff couldn't be true, mm-hmm. especially at that age. You're just, you know, you're ready to absorb that information so quickly that you're ready to move on to the next thing and you just want to know more while it's taking everybody else, like, traditionally a little bit longer to, like, truly figure it out and absorb it. Right. And I think that that's where I failed is I hit that plateau, like, fifth and sixth grade. Where your brain was and having then, a hard time of just absorbing it? Well, it was it was rapid. That's the mm. brain that I used to read massive, like, books with in, you know, a week's time. I'm reading like 11th grade books right here. Sixth grade, we had to do a biography project where we had to read a biography and pick like three out of like 11 different projects. Whoa. And I read... This is middle school? Yeah. And I read a biography on Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, hell yeah. It was massive. Thick ass boy. Yeah. And so I did 
and this was one of those things where like you can do more projects for like extra credit if your grade uh-huh. is like getting kind of low. I did almost all of them. Yeah. Except for the ones that like didn't really make sense, but I made a giant billboard, like I did a whole essay, I did this. It was That's like doing was, the science fairs are always the best thing oh, yeah. in the world. Was bad at science, but when the science fair came up, went ham. That's your opportunity. I remember one of mine was, I'm good at science, watch this. I just remember one of mine was I put um, chicken bones that weren't even fully cleaned off. Like, because we didn't, it was our first time hearing about it. And basically what happens is if you leave it in there over a certain amount of time, they basically become like rubber. The bones do? Colorless, yeah. But because we left a bunch of like the fat and seasoning scrap type stuff on, it was also um, dissolving. And... At that point, I'm so confused. <laughs> all, the, all the pointing. Yeah. Um, yes. You were right the first time. Okay, I was like, this is yeah. Fucking <laughs> I was, yeah, totally lost it because I was trying to pay attention to what you were pointing at. Rubber chicken bones. Yes. And that's, yeah, that's, um, the rubber chicken, that was the whole thing. It smelled horrible. Mm. Anytime you even remotely open the lid. So did and, you ever clean your desks in like elementary school oh at the end of the school year? Yeah. Well, and even before that, it was like part of an organizational thing. Like once every like couple months, if it was getting bad, like oh. you'd do it. Yeah, no, we only did it at the end of the school year. It's like, okay, t- schools, you'll be done tomorrow. Clean your desks. Me being an idiot, for some reason, clicked this shaving cream that we would use to wipe on the desk because we wiped it off. This is not shaving cream. This is whipping cream. Oh, boy. Nice. It's disgusting and then kind of oh. vomited on that desk. Luckily, I had that shaving cream to clean it back up. But for some reason, that's what that reminded me of. I don't know. It just came out of nowhere. It's like, did you ever? Because something smelling bad. Yeah. Smelled the shaving cream. Thought that's this fair. was whipped cream. Tasted it. Oh, man. Yeah. No, it's not Not at all what that is. I usually, at least when it comes to food, I like inadvertently always had like a, if something looks like something, like you have to double check what it is. Just to make sure that it's something that you want to ingest. You you look at it, you scoop it, you look at it. Yeah. You look at it again, smell it. Okay, I'll eat it. Yeah, because it's like you could pick up something, at, say at like a buffet, right? Yeah. That may, that you're like probably, like you know it's there, you're putting it on your plate, but you're being half-minded about it. You're not really paying attention to what you put on there. Mm-hmm. You just grab and it. You, yeah, you go and sit back down and you analyze it a little bit more. You're like, oh, like maybe that's been sitting here too long or something. <laughs> Of that nature, so it's not going to be as fresh or as good. Um, just stuff like that. I that feel like that be... going to Golden Corral sometimes. Oh, yeah. When I'm in there, I'm just grabbing the meat and stuff, and it's like, ooh, that piece of meat's mm-hmm. been there for just, a minute. Yeah, you pick it up, you're like, hold on. It's super dry and like yep. kind of burnt, and you're like, oh, I was just grabbing. Yep, just grabbing it. That's the scary thing about buffets. It's like, who knows how long it's been out there? Mm-hmm. So if you're like, not really paying attention. Well, and that's the thing is, if you find a good one, that maintains a steady flow of business like throughout the day. Mm-hmm. It's always like, fresh items. Point, yeah, like you'll be in the money, but don't go to a buffet that's empty. That food's yeah. been there for a minute. It's been there for a <laughs> that's hot not minute. fresh food sitting on that there thing. I don't know. Depending, like I, me and my family love like Chinese buffets. Um, whenever like <clears throat> other distant family comes to town. Yeah, and um, so, so we'll go and we'll just be that we'll stay there for who knows how long and just conversate and like whenever fresh stuff gets brought out like that's when we go get it like <laughs> we'll look at it we'll just be like all right is that fresh like yeah that's you know you like sitting at the table scouting wait yeah, until they're bringing like, stuff out you know taking turns on shifts 
Well, it's healthier that way. Out. It's smarter. And plus, yeah. it's the way to get the higher quality food. Mm-hmm. You want to give you a good review? Just, yeah, you want the stuff that just came out, not the stuff that's been sitting for 20 minutes. Not the weak old shrimp that smells like butthole. It, you know what's crazy is a lot of them, um, I don't know about a lot of them, that's kind of a bold statement, will either buy the, they'll literally buy McNuggets, like from McDonald's, mm-hmm. and they'll just resell them as chicken nuggets as part of the buffet for <laughs> kids to eat, or it's um, like the ones that technically make the little dinosaurs. Oh, the diny, but, dino nuggies? Yeah, but they're not the dinosaurs, they're just the regular like chicken nugget version. Oh. Yeah. Um, or mm. those, and that's what they'll usually pass off as like chicken nuggets. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's not a like, chicken nugget. Well, yeah, but my thing is, shit. is like, with the way that you're able to combine flavors as a Asian chef, you really have the opportunity to like make a, a an incredible chicken nugget, if anything, because if you can throw all those flavors together in a sauce for noodles. Yeah. Be able to, like, you should be able to make a chicken nugget. Exactly. Like, how hard is it to get just white chicken meat and just, fuck, deep fry it? I don't care. That's still a chicken nugget right there. Yeah. By direct comparison of, like, the pre band, pre store bought ones. Well, I'm just saying if you were, like, wanting to make uh, homemade chicken nuggets in a way, you just get, like, yeah, that's decorated with sauce. Yeah, and that's all it is. But even then, I bet they they could just throw, like, one or two things even in that seasoning. Mm -hmm. Exactly, they could make it special, but it's like, this is in-home chicken nuggies that it'll only taste like this Mm -hmm. here, because it's, we bred it special. See, that'd be a cool, that'd be a cool, that would be, that'd be great. Let's just do that. Well, because it would be, who doesn't like chicken nuggets? Seriously. Like, that's that's a food item that's pretty universal to everybody. Pretty much wherever, like, no matter where you go, even if you scour the entire menu, they're more than likely going to have something like chicken nuggets or chicken tenders. Chicken tenders is a big one. Yeah, and you'll, you know, it's usually nine times out of ten that you're going to enjoy them unless they're, like, undercooked or something. Um, It's really imperative that you guys understand how important... Like, going out and experiencing new movies and new TV shows is. I know on one of the earlier episodes we talked about... Um, so you're coming in here about to, like, belittle them. You no, need to watch I, these... Well, I'm not, like, not being... Not belittling, not, sorry. Yeah, not even not even that. But, like, I'm not going out of my way to just be like, hey, you need to. I'm just, like... It's healthy. It's, yeah. Because earlier on uh, in one of our early episodes, we talked about how we have a hard time like starting new stuff mm-hmm. like new uh tv shows we always just fall into the category the of what's comforting yeah. yeah and um not saying i i don't still do that mm-hmm. but like going out of my way to like watch things that may not have normally interested me just to get like a broader scope of what's going on in terms of like what Hollywood or whoever independent filmmaker is accepting as a film these days well yeah what's coming out well, didn't you I mean, take those few days to catch up on a bunch of shows? Yeah, there was there was a in the next episode I talked about how there was a, I watched five new movies in the time frame. Oh, that's right, you did episodes. talk about yeah. that. Um, that's right, because we were talking about the Christmas movies. Jeez, that was my brain. I still haven't seen the entirety of Rudolph this season. I still haven't seen the entirety of Santa Claus Comes to Town this season. I haven't seen. Um, Have you seen Charlie Brown's Christmas? Not yet. Neither have I. Not yet. I watched uh, 
everything but the first 30 minutes of Elf. I mean, I've seen Elf enough times that... So I've just never been that big of a fan of Elf, I guess. Really? Like, I enjoy it, but I'm not, like, looking forward to watching it every Christmas season, you know? That's fair. Like, certain movies that we were talking about last episode, that you that's a much-watch. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, live action and the animated one. Those are, they're the, both great. The old school animated one. Yeah. I am honestly not a big fan of the new one that they came out with with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I haven't seen that, actually. I didn't even know that was a thing. It, uh... It's the Jim Carrey one that's a classic. Oh, yeah. He's... And you know what's funny is I actually read an article trashing his portrayal of Jim Carrey's? Yeah. It was like a 20-point article. And I sat there and I was like, I can't tell if this is satirical or not. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like virtually everything I've ever read on it has been mainly positive. Yeah. Well, um, I feel like Jim Carrey would actually do Grinch some justice in Dr. Seuss's eyes mm-hmm. in terms of how he acted. Kind of crazy. He's up I, in a cave. Well, and especially because you... Well, and I, one of the bigger arguments was the fact that the original was, what, half an hour? Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah, because it, it wasn't really, that long. Yeah, it wasn't that long. It just got to the point and told the story um whereas the new one is a lot of and obviously centered around the grinch like you're supposed to understand where he's coming from so obviously he's going to have a lot of internal things yeah that he's dealing with he's got a tiny heart yeah down a size and a half (laughs) this time i'll keep it off (laughs) but like how do you hate on that yeah there's just and like giving him a backstory i thought that was kind of cool okay give him like an uh an origin yeah. No, I haven't it. seen the the, new one? New, the newest the, one. The old one, Jim Carrey one. Yeah, no, I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, sorry, I thought you were still talking about the newest no, one. No, 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 I thought they redid the whole thing. Here's a new origin story. It's, uh, it, it's, but no, yeah, it I like It starts off like early in December. On the Jim new, Carrey's the or one, the newest the, one? The Jim Carrey one starts like a day before Christmas. Yeah, because everyone's going crazy yeah. in the mail. But in the Benedict Cumberbatch one, it's like towards the beginning of the month okay and as the who's are ramping up they're like building of all the christmas stuff he gets more and more up. upset like, about it yeah it's just how dare no, these guys be no jolly edge to him you know like they took out everything they took out the majority of the things that made the grinch what he was in terms of like being a nasty piece of work rather mm-hmm. than him just being like a sassy and kind of mean like green furry so he didn't have like really any characteristics to him. Not really. He was just pretty much grumpy and like, you know, kind of jumpy. And he, I will say the Why? end was kind of cool. Yeah. It gave it a a little bit more rather than just a pretty bow tie that they threw on the Jim Carrey one, which is fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that ending. Yeah. But they like. He comes back, he apologizes, Fahudori, he cuts the piece of the ham and then that's it. Like, um, in the new one, he gets, like, invited to a dinner and, like, he runs into all of his neighbors that he'd been so mean to the whole time, but he's, like, you know, starting to feel a lot better. He didn't have neighbors. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'll have to give that a watch because... I just don't like it. I can't say that it's bad. I'm just not a fan. Well, I don't feel like it it was another movie that didn't need to be made, I guess. Because what was already out was, well, was good. The, wow, I can't remember the year the Jim Carrey one was now. 2007? No. 2002. Like really? Was it the 90s? We need to find out right now. Google that shit. I can't believe I don't know. I'm so upset with myself. 
Yeah, no, I yeah, ninety eight. That's my guess. Oh, two years nice. off. I was seven years off. Now it's two it was years 2002, off. Two thousand two, so we were. <laughs> it was oh. right in the middle. I was way off. Okay, yeah. See, on a movie that really didn't have any justification to be made. Yeah, well, and to think that I believe it was the sixties that the first one came out. Yeah, because like it was all hand drawn animation. Yeah. Um, and I think that if I'm not mistaken, that was one of the only ones that was made using that artist's like style and story mm-hmm. um, before he died. And then whoever got control of his estate, I'm sure sold off the rights. That's why they made well, like even, Orton, a Who and all that. Even with compared to the original animated one and Jim Carrey's one, the Grinch is similar in those two in the way. He's, still grouchy, he's grouchy, but he's well, still yeah, kind of saucy and uh, crazy, like yeah. talking to himself constantly. The uh, Well, in the rhyming. That he was able to accomplish. Oh, yeah, that's like, true. The, it's just, Dr. I Seuss thing, like man. The, I feel like the writing for the live action fits so much better comparatively. Like how the narrator talked, how each of the Who's like spoke to each other. Mm-hmm. Much closer to like what the animated one was like. Um, especially Cindy Lou Who. Are you kidding me? I can't believe she's in a band now. Isn't that great? That's crazy for all that to come back. Because it's like, when I first heard that band, they're like, yeah, you remember Cindy Lou Who from How the Grinch Stole Christmas? She's in a band now. Here's a band. I'm like, hold up. How old oh, is yeah. she? <laughs> I, I did the same thing. I was like, I, are you serious right now? Because I remember her kind of stretching to hit those last notes. Yeah. But she's a badass. Well, and she was what, 12, 13 no, maybe? No, no, no. I would say she's closer to like seven. She oh was, yeah, no, she was young when that movie she, was filmed. She's a little bit older than no, I think you're around our age. Shit, man, I should have been a child actor. Is what it, what it boils down to. Should have been talented in, in man, more ways. Than... You got me there. <laughs> uh, my shortcomings—they hurt. So she was born in '93. So she's five. No, she's seven. Damn, yeah, she was seven. Yeah. I for She's whatever five. reason my, well, for, <laughs> for whatever reason I thought that it was um 1998. Yeah, so she's literally a year older than me. Yeah. What the fuck? See, and that's like watching rookies in the NFL now are younger than me and I'm like, "Oh man, yeah, I feel so stupid." Them, like some of the rookies in um college basketball are like 19, 20 years old. Like the next phase of superstars have started to emerge and they are like 23 as like an average i'm like you gotta be kidding me i'm looking at myself like man i I used to play ball but i was never good i would have gone pro if it wasn't for my bum knee yeah seriously uncle rico that coach would have put me in i bet you i can throw a football over them mountains yeah so the broncos might pick up sam darnold from the jets if they draft high sam darnold get carson Wentz. no fuck carson Wentz. Dude, Carson he got Wentz needs an Hurts. offensive line. Well, it's true. No, he does not. Actually, that's a dirty lie. Are Carson Wentz does not need an offensive line. It may need to be upgraded a little bit, but the offensive line is solid as it is. Carson Wentz needs to do is stop playing hero ball and doing everything himself and actually let his receivers. He's trying to get it to him. He, he no, over... Not that much, though. He's, he's rather <laughs> to tuck and run. Than to try to get the ball into tight Carson areas. Wentz. Carson Wentz. So there's a video I'll have to show you. This okay, guy breaks please. it down. I'm like, I in, in the gameplay and the highlights that I've seen, I haven't seen that. 
this guy breaks it down in a good way because he also talk also talks about his technical like footwork, and I guess he's making like a three foot lunge step when he throws, which is bad I guess, and that's what makes the your pass go off center because it goes off of your left mm-hmm. throwing foot or opposite of what your throwing hand is. I got you. The guy talks pretty good detail about it, and it makes sense when he's talking about it. And then he shows the clips of what he's talking about, and he he's doing it. He's playing hero ball. He's not not even trying to throw it like out of bounds to just get an incomplete. He's, he's just trying, trying to, to get the power behind it. But he's yeah, it making it to tight. The point where his accuracy is being affected. Yeah, and it's being drastically hindered because he's just like, I'm going to fit he's that ball in there. <laughs> Whereas you watch somebody like the Patty show and that dude is so centered and so controlled over his body movement. He gets the ball exactly where it now who's Patty show. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I've never I, heard. I I've never call, heard him. Call I call him, him Patty uh, Mahomes. I don't know. why. That one I've heard. I've, yeah. I've just never heard the Patty show. I just decided to throw. I didn't want to name drop him because you know what happens if he, he gets sued in the future. For he's going to come over name. here and he's going to hang he's out gonna, and then I'm going to talk shit to his face be just because we're rival teams. I was going to say, and that would be the only reason because <laughs> you currently this year, you have the worst uh, quarterback rating. Uh, currently, games, currently since 2000 and when did you retire? 16? Since hey, 2016, we've had the worst quarterback situation. <laughs> and I got? called it when he retired, too. And I'm like, here we go. We're going back to when John Elway retired. We had nothing. No what, quarterback. Uh, Forever. What's your record this season? Four and six. Four and six, but you since... Could, well, see, that's the thing. Is you could pro- Who's your backup? Since we are recording this on a Sunday, there are currently games going on now. There are currently games going so it could totally change to now five and eight. Oh, nice. You won? Yeah, we beat the Panthers. Nice. We beat... Uh, Patriots. Yeah. We made Cam Newton look Get like a benched. Bitch. He got benched for that yep. game, which is hilarious. Because he's the same the, guy who's like, if you look good, you play good. And if you yeah. play good, they pay good. But he's also the... They ain't working, man. Like, it's funny because you, you watch their second string come out, and he was playing with fire and Stye explosiveness. Him. He just didn't... like. He, it seemed like he jumped a lot of it. Like he tried to get the the pass there too fast, or mm. like put a little too much behind it to get the ball there. Yeah. Rather than making it something that you're that is more easily catchable, rather than just a straight bullet right between your wide receiver's hands. You got to make it easy for your receiver. Put it ahead of them. Make them go for it because if they go for it, there could be the only one yeah. who can and go for it. They could, you know, they got the momentum, swing up around and keep running. They. So the interesting thing about the L.A. game is for, I believe it was double, they they were basically ran two tight ends rather than one tight end for, like, double the amount of plays as they did with the single tight end and more receivers. And What's their tight ends again? So they got uh, Tyler Higby and something Everett, I want to say. Ross Everett. 81. He's, a, he's an animal. And... The thing is, is they switch it up so much to the point where they're helping block on strong sides for, like, runs or, like, giving Jared Goff, like, additional time mm-hmm. so that if there's, like, an offensive or, like, a defensive end that's coming at them, they can just block them off real easy. Um, we'll just sacrifice allowing, one tight end for a block. Yeah, that's allowing us to get good looks and have Cooper Cup have such a high rating Cooper Cup. of his uh, receiving this year. We kind of shut down in the second half. We scored pretty much everything in the first, and then we shut down. I just don't know what happened to the Rams after they went to the Super Bowl that one year, and they just kind of fell over themselves the last three. 
two? I was going to say, I think it's two been seasons? the last one or two. Yeah. Same with the Chargers. They go 11-5 and five that one season, and look at them now. Bottom of the division, two and something. Tanking hard. Which is awful because... Um, Herbert? Oh, their, yeah, Justin Herbert. Like, look like... Justin Schoibert? It, it seemed like Fitzmagic all over again, but with a young quarterback. Like, just some guy that... Like, people who know the sport know, mm-hmm. but, like, people who don't look at it, or who are only interested in the stars know. When Ryan Fitzpatrick and, like, Gardner Minshew came out and they just started winning football games for their teams. Yeah. And how many people were just super Minshew behind magic. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want Ryan Fitzpatrick to win a Super He's, Bowl. I so want bad. Ryan Fitzpatrick to win a Super Bowl, too. He's been an incredible mentor to this newest generation of QBs, and especially being... He's a Harvard man. He's considered the smartest brain in football just because he comes out of uh, Harvard, which is hilarious. I go to Harvard, but I'm going to go... I got a shot to play football. (laughs) Bash my dome and break so many bones. That way I can. I can waste this Harvard League brain. (laughs) Ivy League. Ivy League. But uh, I would love to see Fitzmagic one win. I heard Gardner Minshew had to go and actually beg. Not that he had to beg, but he went and like basically begged to start. Yeah, for his position back. I don't know who's who Jacksonville's quarterback is right now. But I don't believe Jacksonville's doing very good this year. No, they're two and something. Dear no, Lord. They're three and something, actually. At least Gardner did something for him. It wasn't, I don't think it was entirely much better, but. Well, Jacksonville has always had a, a terrible coaching problem. Same with That's the Bengals, fair. where it's like no one seems to know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. They're just, I'm a coach. And the team never wins anything. Well, <laughs> like, they get think, good players. I think Joe Burrow got hurt. It's exactly. Now, that's a line that can't block. Yeah. That's a. That's a line that needs to be all fired, and you just bring in new people. Because that like guy might be out. Position, you need to fucking earn it. Well, shit, he might be out for a while now because yeah. it was ACL, MCL. His whole knee pretty much exploded, and it, that he's a rookie. Yeah, looks like your career might be cut short, my guy, because Seriously. people don't know how to do their job. You fucked up. But that's the terrifying. You got him like, wrecked. That's the terrifying thing in terms of. Uh, defenses that I've noticed between collegiate and pro like professional defenses they'll eat you up fuck you up <laughs> look and at it's Khalil no Mack joke yeah look listen to some of, look, listen to both their sound bites it's amazing because mm-hmm. they yeah will eat you up yeah like Aaron Donald I believe has been double teamed if not triple teamed so much this season and I know I saw a stat on it at like an early game and it was a ridiculously high number of double teams mm-hmm. and he hadn't quite hit the triple digits for triple teams but like having a center a guard and a tackle like just on you because you're that much of a threat like well he's got the same problem uh, JJ Watt has who's get, he gets double teamed every game mm-hmm. because that's the only way they can stop him and they're holding like crazy exactly because they can't stop him any other way than yeah. to put two people on him Cause it's like he's just too strong. We have to. You see the freaking pythons crawling out of that dude's shoulders. See the it's terrifying. The goddamn horses for legs he has. <laughs> the Clydesdales. There we go. Thank you. I couldn't think of the horse. The Clydesdales. <laughs> but just like, but compared to collegiate defenses, which ain't nothing. I, so I watched a bunch of collegiate games these last two days, waiting for today's for the NFL games. Some to come pros out. foosballs. And I. Dude, the defenses that some of these teams are rocking is just unbearable to watch. Did you see the LSU, LSU in Florida game? No. LSU's defense is weak. 
I watched uh, North Carolina and oh, uh, the Tar 10. Heels and someone else. Yeah, Tar Heels in the fucking. Because I'm pretty sure the Tar Heels were number seventeen. No, I'm thinking Iowa State, wrong team. Because Michigan and Iowa State played, or Ball State played, and Michigan. Oh, dude. Did, okay, so did you see that last play? Yeah. That's the one that <laughs> that, that didn't count. Crazy. They were doing yeah, all that. They didn't down it, and half the teams are rushing out on the band's on the field. Yeah. The band is on the field. Even the coach steps out and he's like, "Come on, let's go!" <laughs> well, they blew the whistle at the end, but they—I guess that didn't count. Yeah, because there was a flag. Well, no, it was a forward pass. He was, oh, was it a forward pass? Yeah. He because he was technically down when the defender jumped on the ball when it was on the ground. He was laying on it. Yeah, but he didn't have control of that. No, but when you're a defender and you're jumping on that in college, that's downed. Oh wow! Because because in college, there's some rules that are completely different. And then the pros, like their catch, you still you only need one foot in bounds, and that's a catch. Right. So in pro, you need two feet down for it to call a catch. Good. So there's like small things that are different. Just little adjustments here and there. When you get a first down in college football, the clock stops. Dude, in pros, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Anytime you get a first down, it, it stops. Yeah, but so there's like small things that are kind of dumb. I knew that there were like little adjustments here and there, but I didn't realize it was like that. Well, and with the pros, you could be on the ground, but if you're not touched, you can get up and just yeah, leave. Just but in college, is, if you're the defender and as soon as you jump on that, ball's down. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's dumb. Because it's like, no, man, that's still a live ball. Michigan State technically should have won that game. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault you can't hold on to the ball. That's ball. Look at it this was, dumb. Uh, it was definitely rough. A lot of... A lot of teams did really well in terms of scoring against just what seemed like non-existent defenses. Oh, was it? I think it was North Carolina versus Miami. Now that I'm thinking Ooh, about it, Miami, Miami, and Miami, just yeah, the and hurricane? Miami just shit the bed. It was bad. They get blown out. North Carolina kicked the shit out of them. Are we gonna talk about how the Dolphins have a winning record this year? So I've seen some polls, and uh, there's been a lot of people who want the coach of the year to be the coach of the Dolphins because they're having a hell of a year, and it's actually kind of crazy. I've, I haven't seen a single Dolphins game all season. If I'm going to give the coach of the year to anyone, it's the Browns. Can we talk about how the Browns are 9-3 and three this year and going into the playoffs? That's Browns fair. are Browns nine and been, three. The Browns have been shit for God knows how long. They're well, second in their division only because Pittsburgh was undefeated until last weekend. But at the same time, they like Baker came back with like a like knowing he's like this is my last like if I don't if if I don't turn this season around or if I don't do well this season, I'm not playing in the NFL anymore because yeah. of how badly he fucked up initially. Well, and he's got his what is his third con- year? Yeah, his last year for his contract. His third or his f- oh yeah. But the coaches, that's a new coach because Baker got his other coach fired last year. Did he? I think so. I think it's how that went. What an animal. It was, uh, I don't know, maybe. We'll have to fact check that later. But I think the Browns yeah. need a Coach of the Year award because to get to 9-3 and three after being pretty much the laughing stock for years. Seriously. The world's falling apart because the Browns made it to the Jets are just taking a dive. I think New York needs to vote. On keep, which team they want to keep? Kick the Jets out and keep the Giants. Yeah. Rebrand the Jets as a where, different team in a different say, state. Where you think, if, if that was the case, where would the Jets need to go? And what would you switch the team name to? Well, they can still be the Jets. I don't 
they can keep you the history keep the of the Jets. Jets. Okay. They would just need. I would feel they need to be moved to a different state. Kind of like uh, they would need to be moved to. I would say Vegas, but they already got the Raiders, which is mm-hmm. fine. And L.A. has both the Chargers and the Rams. Because the next biggest city. Ah, see. Because we don't have one. Washington State doesn't have one. But because of the Washington football team, I could see why that would be. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess you could do the Washington State. You could do. Washington State Jets. See, it's so weird. It's just like when I go to create a team on Madden and I got to pick a state. It's like, well, shit, I don't know what state this would be. I don't want to keep this from, I don't know. Well, because it's like most of the teams that are. Most of the teams now, those are perfect states for them to be in. Yeah. For some reason, it just fits. Just works. Alabama. Put the Jets in Alabama. Who is? Alabama doesn't have a pro team. Jacksonville, Florida would probably be the closest thing. Well, Jacksonville's already got the Jags. Yeah. I'm trying to The Alabama Jets. The Bama Jets. (laughs) The Bama Jets. Well, what's their capital? Montgomery? Montgomery Jets? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't actually know what the capital of Alabama is. Watch a video of some people naming the capital. With the unlimited amount of technology that we have at our fingertips. You do the Texas and Jets, Texas Jets. But then that would give Texas three teams. It is Montgomery. Is it? Congratulations. Nice. Look at that. Sometimes these brain cells work. Uh. Just. Well, actually, no. The NFL has been trying to get teams international. Ugh, no, thank you. They've been well. They've been doing a lot of games in London. Uh, yeah, but to have both teams fly out like that and ex- have to like get used to the different time zone. And, well, like, it would just be like their... FIFA. It would make more sense about your world championship if it includes more of the world. Mm. You can't be we're the Super Bowl world champions. So, so is that what we're actually trying to accomplish then? The NFL is trying to push like an expansion. Make it, like uh, freaking they've got soccer, inter- like the World Cup. I think they want to. If they're pushing for international games because they have games in Mexico and they have games in London where they set up soccer fields and a football field. They're going the wrong way about it in football. You would need to do like uh, each like major city in each country gets. Well, like a, well you'd have to do that if like if you can't. League versus the American League and then that would be your world champs. That would well, no, then you could, you could just say the NFC and the AFC. AFC American Football Conference, and then the NFC is the you can do, change it to the WFC World Football Conference. I still feel like initially, unless you have like true, because like the the kids from college that are of that level would immediately want to go into the NFL anyways because that's what they know. Yeah. Um, and then you'd have the second rates that are going to um, the European League. And I'm not saying that there wouldn't be some great underdog stories there, but I would say that overall, initially, the American Football League would be like up, up, have more talent. Well, that's why you could keep it all as one league. You just separate it in the two conferences like we already have it, mm-hmm. but the AFC is just all 32 teams that we already have. Yeah. So then the world would just need to fill up 32 other teams as well, yeah. and then it can be like it but is the, now. Yeah, but just then would they do the Super Bowl? At like, the end, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying is the Americans, 16 out of those 32 teams would be better than 28 out of the 32 in the European because of the second-rate talent. But if you broaden the spectrum around the world for the sport, you get better choice. Because rugby players are picked a lot in the NFL now. 
for That's running fair. back. Yeah. So rugby is a good sport. Plus soccer for uh, kickers at least. I was gonna say. And you uh, got that leg on you. And sp- and special team returners. So like, there's options depending on how bad they want to play or if the pay is good enough to leave their sport. Yeah. But I feel like the AFC would definitely be the American Football League would be winning for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but it would still it be cool. Yeah, yeah, but it would still be cool to be like, hey, here's the top American football team, and then here's the top world football team. Because that would be wild. Oh, yeah. You Imagine would literally be the world champion because you are out of... You beat out of 64 teams. You guys are it. Which is countries, states, what have you. That's what I feel so crazy about the FIFA World Cup. You're the best goddamn soccer team... Out of 100. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> The elite of the elite. That, that, well, that's, I guess that's why it would be such an honor to be in it. Well, and to be the best player, like Messi. Oh, yeah. Well, then, yeah, the game check probably just for, even if you lost the World Cup, the game check alone being in be, that. It would have to be massive. So it's like, oh, man. That would be wild. It's like you have a shot to be the best in the world. Let me emphasize world. Well, it's not like we couldn't facilitate that many games either because we have a ton of college teams. Exactly. Well, and then, again, world teams can look into America for college mm-hmm. just like they we do could, now. I was going to say, and just, we could look into things like Australia and all that Exactly. It's just who wants to pay the us. bigger contract. Hey, you big scary Russian son of a bitch. <laughs> exactly. Like You've been out there in the coal mines in Serbia. You just... You just sign a dude to a one-year contract as a linebacker. He's starting. Nobody's ever heard of him, and it's just because he's six foot eight and he's built like freaking Hulk. His name's too long to put on a jersey. <laughs> just, I guess he'd be more of a defensive end. No, he'd be a lineman where he just kind of stands there in the way and just grabs, just his... pushes people away. I would break. He'd be you. the left tackle, and he just he'd just put his hands on you, and you wouldn't be able to escape. Well, and that's when the games would get really scary because now you're dipping awful. into the gene pools around the world, so you're mm-hmm. getting. Unnaturally huge people from like Mongolia or some shit. That's why you uh, see things like J.J. Watt. Like, those, that man is terrifying. That man is huge. What is he at, Nebraska or Wisconsin or some shit? Uh, I couldn't tell you. All I know know is he's got two brothers that play defense for the Steelers, and they're pretty big too. Yeah. You know, they got some big genes in them. But if you find somebody that makes those guys look normal, who can accomplish the same athletic capabilities that they can? Ooh. We're in trouble. It's like all of a sudden the whole field's filled with different JJ Watts of all different positions. Yeah, they're at, they're all at least six foot two. Like that's the new five. For six five foot nine. two is the shortest. Yeah. <laughs> that's your center at six foot two. Your quarterback's six five, just lanky as shit, but he's just cut as a brick. Your halfbacks are lowest weight at two fifty. <laughs> just a solid block of muscle. Yeah, body body fat is two percent. Be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, you just you look like an if experiment. That, if that is what Super happens soldier. in the future, thank God I did not pursue football <laughs> as a pastor. I'm I'm average big, like I'm big for most for a lot of people, but I like I'm average size when it comes to being bigger. So I'm not like by any stretch of the imagination like strong yeah most people i just would it be considered performance enhancing drugs if everyone does it how is it well is it enhancing you if everyone's enhanced but i don't think it would cut that far back into the genetic capability of it yeah that's what we're talking about right yeah is is having because superior genes going through the nfl 
Yeah, just being naturally gifted from the get-go. But then there's still those people who feel like feel necessary to enhance what they already oh, have. Oh, and I see what you're saying. Um, it's like, why would you need that? Look at you. You're goddamn freak as it is. Yeah, that's fair. But even then, if like if the the current players wanted to try and like keep up with that and use HGH themselves, like one, why would you? Because you're just shortening your career anyway. Yeah, and it's not gonna work out for you in the end. Like, yeah, you might be able to f- physically assault somebody so bad that they have to end, the, <laughs> end their career. And if you want to do that and you're a psychopath, then sure. But physically assault someone. <laughs> yeah. In just in terms of like tackling them, like you go and you just shatter their entire leg, like they'll never be able to walk again, no matter what happens. See, now we're just talking about blitz the league. But that's now. what I'm. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like, why would you want to do that? Why yeah, would you want to put yourself to the point where that's what the games become for you, rather than enjoying it and like having good sportsmanship. Exactly. Yeah, you're just, just pushing your body to any, the. I don't utmost. think there's any room for that type of stuff in sports in general. There shouldn't. No drugs, except as far, for yeah, as except far for as weed. I know. Yeah. A lot of the commissioners have been coming out and saying like that they're no longer going to be testing for it on their like in their leagues like NFL, NBA. Which is good because like MMA fighters prove it's a perfect way to, for your body to recoup after just getting beat up on. Just, yep, just getting wrecked. Granted, however long in between fights, thirty-two weeks or whatever in between fights helps too. And then you just sit there and train and recoup. Well, then we'll use the football players. You only got a week. You got you get your body yep, ready. You, well, and NHL players too. I think even that shorter than that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Five days. Four days. If you were to go from start to finish, a perfect season, you never lose a game. You're playing 96 games over the God course damn. of almost five months. Damn, it's a long ass hockey, and that's what three games a week. Yeah, yeah on average. Ooh. Sometimes four, sometimes two, but yeah. If you're if you got a pack schedule where you got to crank out like, hey, best of seven, quick conference bout between you guys. <laughs> Let's see who wins them. Just bam, bam, bam. And that's just football city. on ice. And then, yeah. And then later in the season, they, you know, switch to the other home team. And, but they do the same thing. Hey, best of, like, we'll play four rounds real quick and we'll see who's better out of you guys. So <laughs> best of four. Standings. Yeah. Who's on top of their division? We'll find so, out with this now. It's just, it's great. I love the NHL. And they're those are big dudes, too. Some of them are. Well, and they're doing it on ice. Yeah. So you got to have better footwork oh. than just football players running on grass. 100%. So that's why I and feel you have to have a, a crazy amount of control over like how the puck positions itself. There's really only a few ways you can move a football. You can move a puck a hundred different ways. Well, like that body, you got to use your body control mm-hmm. to keep the puck, the uh, puck with you, and then yeah, using your stick properly to get the maximum fucking hit. Or like when I don't know if how many of the ones you've seen where people are doing the shootouts, like the professional shootouts, and they're pulling out all the crazy one-on-one tricks that they have where they flip it up onto the thing and then they throw the whole stick into the goal <laughs> yeah. line and it still counts because the puck made it it's just like how the fuck how's that legal how did you did you practice that <laughs> i will say the really cool thing that i've always enjoyed about hockey is fighting has been allowed since day one. Oh like, yeah the very first hockey game a fight broke out and the refs are just like okay like, well, that's just part of the game they understand that it's just gonna keep escalating if they don't mm-hmm. get it out right now let them just well and they're beat on each, other. each other's asses for a decent amount of time you know before shift ends right yeah you're out there for three four minutes and you switch out with somebody else who isn't gas but you know you're usually fighting up against the same guy all night you're gonna get pissed off at each other for cutting each other off and running each other into the walls and all that Mm-hmm. that's why i don't know why they don't like it in the nfl i mean you let people celebrate 
that would boil anyone's blood because you're pretty much letting them taunt you openly. Exactly. So it's like, let me let me get a couple shots on this guy because we're already hitting each other. Exactly. Anyway, it's just like hockey. I'm already checking you into the wall. Well, it's got to be, for me, it's got to be like, I think a little bit more like fisticuffs like they do too. Like you can't just be like, yo, what the fuck? And they just start swinging on a guy like... They got to, you know, go out there, either take their helmets off or, like, oh, you yeah, know, that's un- true. Unbu- unbuckle them so that they have the chance to fall off, grab each other by the jerseys, and then just sit there and start hitting each other a few times before the refs come in and break it up. Well, I guess it's harder to fight on ice, too, so they go until someone either falls down or gets knocked out. Whereas football, it'd be like, you get a good grip and a good shot, somebody's out in, like, two or three. Yeah, because you're standing there, so you're cleaning into the ground. Yeah, you'd have to have, like, a ref just, like, right there ready to just... <laughs> He's about to get his shit wrecked right now. Bam. You got a couple refs low around the waist to <laughs> pull them off, like, when they're... As soon as he hits them, grabbing them. Yep. They get they get two shots of chop, like, as soon as they get their two shots, <laughs> we pull them away. They give that you a left easy, and a right. That, that's probably why they don't do it, is because it gets... It would be way too just... It'd be like a weird version of MMA mixed with football. Well, and then how much people are on the teams as well. And like hockey, you have that barrier. Exactly. Like they're blocked off from the ice. They football. I mean, they can get to you, but. It takes them a hot take, minute. Yeah, they got to they gotta want it. But football, everyone just starts running. It's like, well, now you have 54 people on both sides just on the field. Yep. There's and a lot of people. they're all trying to like be a part of the the solution when they're all the problems yeah it's like just one person jumped out like i honestly though would love to see like a college game where it like half the teams just come to straight brawls not even just like one guy like you know two guys get upset with each other or like sparks you know some shoving from some other guys like i want i want the safeties in it (laughs) i want i want d-line o-line obviously the quarterback shouldn't be in it I want them to. I want them to set up a. Uh, what is that? Prep? Like a halftime show where they just kick the. What's shit that drill time? called? The bull in the, the center alley, or whatever. Alley, the what? The the bull in the middle, or whatever. Anyway, I want people where the, where the football's in the middle and you, got to get up and get it. Yeah. You pick it up and then the other one tries to tackle you. Yeah, I guess. Well, I just want them to fight in a circle, really. That's fair. Just all the football teams get one person from their team. One person from the other team, they surround them, keep the refs out, and they just fight. Those two represent the like, team. Oh, kind of like in uh, what's that one movie about Michael Orr? Oh, uh, Blindside. Yeah, just like that. Just yeah. put him against their strongest offensive line. <laughs> you know, like that. But that's what it would be like. I was like, all right, get our left tackles. Up exactly. Here. He's our and best just, guy right now. Go yeah. fight him. That'd be sweet. Cause then it's like. You guys want to give you differences how you hate each other. Mm-hmm. Listen to your best fighters. Well, that's the thing. Fight at halftime. It would be weird. They just hire a, a mixed martial artist to fill the role. <laughs> yeah. They're just sitting there landing. Actually, no, the mascots. The mascots are actually trained MMA fighters that at halftime, they're the ones well, that go out and fight. They have to be regulated then. Because if you have, like, the really big bobbly head ones and they, like, sit in there boxing, like, you wouldn't. <laughs> compared to one that's. You know that you gotta wear. It's a little bit closer to your actual face, or like a blow up <laughs> one where somebody throws a punch, they could still hit you because yeah. it's just a thin piece of cloth. They're just punching through the airbag, yeah. essentially. That would be terrifying. I'd watch the mascots fights. I'd watch Mas- mascot fights. Mascot fight. Mas- would you watch fight. a mascot fight? Let us know down below in the comments section. And if you haven't already and enjoying what you're listening to, 
we can go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Make sure to turn on the bell for notifications. Turn that bell on. It'll tell you when we put stuff out. And I'll keep you up to date. Follow on our social medias as well. Yep. But this has been Captain Daddy. Oh, monkey balls. And we're going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.